Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Lunch with Brian and Paul here with Chop Shop Sports. I'm Brian, Paul sitting right across from me. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the greatest TV show of all time, <clears throat> The Office. Um, before we do that, Paul, what are you eating today? <laughs> so my mom the other last night made, it's an egg roll in a bowl. So there's no shell, so it's everything that would go into an egg roll. So I'm having leftovers uh, heated up. It's really, it's pretty good. Interesting. It is interesting. That is I was, interesting. I was, when my mom texted me that that's what we were having for dinner, I was skeptical. But like just about everything my mom makes, it was really good. So I'm going to have it again today. Interesting. All right. Yeah. All, right. All right. All right. I got the, uh, the leftover tacos. Okay. From last night. My favorite food. Leftovers aren't bad. They get a bad. There are some foods you can't There's reheat, you like French reheat. fries. No, no, you cannot reheat French Leave fries. Leave those at the at the uh, restaurant. Onion rings. No, like onion rings are okay the second day. Uh, they're not as good, but they're still all right. Okay. Okay. Their French fries are just gross, soggy. But okay. Back yeah. back to the office. I had somebody during this quarantine. Uh, they put on their story. Need show recommendations? Don't recommend. Tiger King in the office, and this was a couple weeks ago, but I was like, my response was, why? Wait, say that one more time? Don't, TV show recommendations, don't don't say Tiger King or The Office. Oh, because it's too easy? I don't think it was that, so I, of course, I'm like, what? I get why you don't want to watch Tiger King, but The Office? How disrespectful. That's art. They had already seen it, so they were looking for new TV shows. I get it. I, I get that. I get like, that. I, I, I use The Office, so I've seen The Office... We would need another person at least to count how many times on our fingers I've seen The Office. I've watched from start to finish The Office at least 10 times. Yeah, that's rookie numbers. Um, um, and that doesn't include the, all the times where I'd watch like seasons two through eight and just not finish. Um, because there's just no better go-to show. I got homework to do. Put it on. I got something to do, like do the dishes and I want something in the background. So I saw, I saw something got. that could never be more true. Somebody tweeted, I like I use The Office like people listen to podcasts where I can put it on and go for a run and I can envision everything that's going on because I've seen it so many <laughs> times. And I was like, I've never heard of something more true. And I've done it that's before. Funny. It's it's not as great, but I'll know when my run's done when the episode's over. Yeah. And I, I can mentally track, okay, I, I have five more minutes left because I've seen it so many times. Yeah. No, I, I, could, probably, I could probably go word for word on every episode. <clears throat> the one thing I struggle with a little bit is Office episode titles. There are some that stick out and I know the title right away. But like if you quote something, I can tell you what the episode's about. Yeah. Um, there's some episodes that like, I, there, yeah, I agree. There's some episodes where I'm like, I don't know what episode that is based on the title, but the second you name something about the episode, I, I know exactly. So my about. brother was talking one of the best episodes is the, the fire episode. The opening scene where, where and Dwight starts the fire. That one. That's probably the best one. That's the best opening scene. But in he's yeah. talking, he, in the way he was describing it was the That's one stress where. Relief. Stress relief. part one and part two. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's describing at first the 
Ryan starting the fire. When Ryan started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ryan started the fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Special he was, cameo in that episode by, uh, uh, what's her name? Lois Lane. Lois Lane, famous yeah. actress, yeah. Uh, so, and then he starts to argue with me about this title, and as he's describing it, I Amy know... Amy Adams. Got Amy, Amy Adams. Adams. Okay, go ahead. I know exactly what he's referencing. I'm like, that's stress relief. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, yes, rookie. it is. Rookie. Yes, it is. Don't, don't, don't try it. I know that one. Rookie. We were in a CPR class, and I was like, we would be missing out if at some point we don't cut the face off this dummy. <laughs> I had to take CPR for uh, in the clubhouse at the, uh, at the golf course. We had to do CPR. Obviously, we're in hospitality there. Yep. Um, and so it's about an hour and a half, two-hour course where we're just sitting there watching someone teach us this and that. And then you have to actually practice on a dummy. Yep. And the entire time, I'm thinking of Dwight cutting off the face of the CPR dummy, which are a lot more expensive than you would think. Yes. Yes. And, yeah. Or even though, like, you got to – and, of course, the teacher says, you know, you pump to the beat of staying alive. Right. And I was like, great. So I'm up there and I'm going – First, I was afraid. <laughs> I was like knowing full well that that's not what they mean when they say that's how you do CPR. Right, right. But you, if you're not doing that, you're, you're doing something wrong. Of course. So, let's uh, let's jump into uh, something we've touched on before: yep. the best romances, yep. um, the three that stand out. And I think there's better than one of them, but the three everyone talks about: that's Michael and Holly. Yep. Jim and Pam. Yep. Dwight and Angela. Real quick, refresh everyone, your top, your, in order, your favorite. So me, I, I am, a, of just those three, I'm going to say, you got Michael and Holly, like yes. I said on the other podcast, yep. everybody's looking for their Holly, that completes them. That is one of the best romances yep. in TV show history. And then you, I, I go Jim and Pam, and then Dwight and Angela's last to me because they didn't figure it out, and it was so easy to figure out. Uh, and also, I think Dwight... With Isabel was great. I think that was, she's way better to me than Angela. See, but then I could sit here and say Jim and Karen was way better than Jim and Pam. He should have chose Karen. So I don't mean to expose you here, Brian, but everybody has that one girl. Yeah. That even when she's the wrong girl and you're shaking, he's shaking his head. He knows. He I'm doesn't not, know at all. I'm, I'm not, not going to say I'm not going to mention the name. Oh, no. But if you know Brian, you know who I'm talking about. There's that one girl where she is totally wrong for you. She, and I don't want to be superficial, but she's less attractive than the new girl. And, but for some reason, you still. You're hooked on her. I, I get and it. And you just have, there's that I special place for her. I get that. Doesn't change the fact that Jim should chose Karen. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. But and yes, I get, I get You know it. what I'm saying? So that's why I don't knock the relationship because Pam's Pam from sucks. Jim's. She does. <laughs> she really does. It's not Jim's fault. No. It's Pam. I hate Pam. And we talked on that last episode where we mentioned mm-hmm. this about when is it okay to spoil a show. So if you haven't seen The Office – Stop listening, or if you're trying to say something, stop listening, uh, because we're gonna spoil some things that happen. Uh, we'll start with the fact that Angela and Dwight do get married. So do Michael and final episode. All yep. three of them get married. Yep. Um, but I just want to go over some reasons why Pam's the worst. Oh, do we have enough time? We don't, so we're gonna give the spark Let's note the highlights. Version. Yeah. So, and and here's here's how I describe. And here's how I can tell how many times you've seen The Office is, do you like Pam? 
that's fair. The first two, three times you like Pam. Yeah. And then you watch it again and you're like, wait a minute, she's awful. And then you watch like four or five more times and then you get to like eight or nine and you go back to me like, eh, Pam's all right. And then you get back to 10 and from 10 on, so there's no going back. She's worse now than ever. Yes. Yeah. And let me give some examples. One, she she trolls Jim the entire time. Like she's got the hook, line, and sinker in, and she teases him. And, and, and there's a line in Parks and Rec: when you have a fish on the line, you either reel it in, you fillet it, you eat it. The great Ron, Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson, yeah. or you cut it loose. You don't leave it on the line in the water, and that's what she does with Pan, or Jim for two whole seasons. Yeah. And on top of that, what she's doing to Roy is unfair, and I get Roy's awful. Yeah. yeah, Roy's not good. Better than Pamba. But it's not fair to him what she's doing with Jim. And then she gets mad when Jim moves. So Jim, obviously, they kiss after casino night. They kiss. And then she tells him that this doesn't mean anything, basically. Basically, she's like, you're my friend. And Jim's like, I don't want that. And then she's like, well, your friendship means so much. And she's like, well, I'm engaged to Roy. And he's like, you're not going to leave him for me? She's like, no. So Jim moves away. Finds Karen. Finds Karen. And then they, he comes back with Karen and Pam gets in the way. She's hating on Karen the entire time. Like, you had your chance. And, yes, you called beach off the day. wedding. Beach day. The yep. speech at beach day. Just in, right in front of Karen. Basically yeah. saying, Jim, you're awesome. I miss you. Without saying, I want you to break up with Karen. She basically says, I want you to break up with Karen. And Jim never, until the casino night where he puts it all on the line. You know, the fitting name. He goes all in. Yeah. You had your chance. You missed it. You can't get mad when he finds something. And, and, and now Roy breaks it off with you. She didn't break it off with Roy. Like, he broke it off with her because, you know. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I don't know. that. Well, that might, it's, Roy broke it off by what happened. The is, second time. Yeah, because she goes back to Roy because Pam yep. sucks. Yep. And she tells him that she kissed Jim. Yep. And Roy basically... Yep. So she did. I, I am mistaken. Even how, So she did call it off the first time. She did. But then but, Roy basically called it off the second time yeah. by throwing a glass through him. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and then let's keep going. So eventually, obviously, the Jim and Karen don't work because Jim's still clearly in love with Pam. Yep. And they go out. And that scene at the end of season three where... Jim turns down the job and goes back and basically goes to Pam and says, dinner tonight? And yep. she, like, has the tears. And that's great they, scene. That's, yeah, great that's scene. Great. You love it. But let's keep moving on. Here's, so they start dating. Here's where my hatred really escalates, right? I think the real hatred for Pam, that was just, like, the warm-up. Yep. The real hatred from Pam comes from this. Her and Jim start dating. Pam gets an opportunity to go to, to, go to art, art school, school in, in Jim's New York super City. supportive. Jim supports yep. her the whole way. She's yep. gone for months. I mean, anyone who's been through semesters in college, you're gone for months at a time. And she's not good at art. Right. But Jim supports her. Because it's her dream. Yep. She said it. That's her dream. And Jim supports her 100% yep. and never complains. And, and then... And you can see the pain on his face. But then, later on... No, hold on, hold on. Oh, We're go, not even done there. Got another one? Then how about while she's at art school, she's flirting with the dude at art school. Yep. She's flirting with the dude at art school. Yeah. Like, yep. you've seen a pattern. So then let's move on to... We move on to later, later. We're getting down to basically season eight, season nine. This is towards the end here. But this is where... I think it starts in season seven when he starts the job in Philly. Season seven, season eight. Ah, this doesn't help our... uh, Reputation. Reputation. Anyway. Believe it though, we are. 
anyways, Jim gets a gets a chance to once in a lifetime a once in a lifetime chance to start this sports marketing business. Are we going to start with the time where they agree that he's going to put in ten grand? Yep. And anybody who knows anything about starting a business, it's not fair. You have to put. You have, you have to, to put your share down. You have to have something. It doesn't always have to be money, but you have to contribute something to be a part of the ownership. Yep. And, and Jim does that with the money they agreed upon. And he has to spend some time away in Philadelphia because that's where it's based. But, but even before then, she's mad that he comes back and it's the Monster Mash episode with Andy. Yeah. And, and she's talking about the Monster Mash and Kevin's like, don't bring up Monster Mash around Pam. Yeah. Hates it. Don't do it, and okay. the, and the and and she's mad because he used the money they agreed they were going to use on his dream. Yep. So then let's go back now. They're in Philly now, and and Pam. This is when the show starts to change a little bit more, and they start to introduce the behind the scenes people like the Boom Guy. Yep. And Pam starts flirting with the Brian. Boom Guy. Ah. Uh, his name is Brian. Yep. Goes to his house. Yep. Or she comes to their house. One of the two. Yep. And she almost kisses him. Yep. Yep. And at this point, people, keep in mind, Jim and Pam are married with two kids. Yep. And, and, and Jim is trying. Jim, keep this in mind, the perspective. Pam went to art school. Mm-hmm. She's never going to make any money in art school. It's awesome. Chase your dream. I'm she not going to No, no, no. no, no. But it's is, not even that. Let's go back. She doesn't finish art school. She doesn't even finish it. Yep. Jim even said, don't come back until you accomplish what you wanted to. Yep. That's the whole reason for doing yep. it. Yep. And then um, Jim's goal for doing the sports marketing is to make money to provide for Pam family. and his family to give them something better than working at a paper regional paper company and this gets into a like a philosophy of life where i'm a firm believer that the i don't and i'm not trying to get into the stereotypes because we're talking about the man is the one that's being more successful here but if you're like a teacher or you have a profession that's easy to move it's not fair to hold down the family and not move because you don't want to leave type when there's deal. A, when there's a greater opportunity that could be – Yeah. If I'm a high school teacher coaching the local basketball team and my wife is whatever, a doctor or a lawyer, and she gets a, a, a job in New York, I'll move because I can become a teacher in yeah. New York and coach there. And Pam, and Jim lines up all these great opportunities for Pam. She doesn't like any – granted, I don't think I'd want to work for that boss either. No. But And then she's like – I, I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like, you need to quit your dream. And, and then he does it. And and the the icing on the cake, the end of our Jim and Pam, the reason we hate Pam. If you remember, I believe it starts in season seven. Pam becomes pregnant again with the second child. The young replacement comes in. Yep. And she's a gorgeous girl. Yep. Young, yep. gorgeous girl that's replacing Pam. Yep. Pam gets all freaked out because even Pam realizes how gorgeous she is. And yep. Jim won't admit that she's gorgeous because he doesn't want to upset his wife. Yep. And then they go to Tallahassee. Yep. They get selected to go to Tallahassee. Yep. And the girl is all over Jim's trying to sleep it with Jim. It takes a lot for a man to resist. She th- literally, literally threw herself in a row yep. at Jim in yep. his room. And Jim kicked her out. He yep. used Dwight to help yep. kick her out. But Jim never came close to cheating. Yep. Pam on multiple occasions came close. Pam's the worst. And, and and granted, Pam never did. Well, I guess she cheated on Roy, but not the point. And, and she then she, on Pam, Pam, Pam's the worst. To be fair, she does make up for it at the end with letting Jim go to Houston. But why why didn't you do that a season and a half ago? Oh, yeah. With, uh, with, uh, the Jim Houston and, um, and Daryl. Daryl, yeah. 
Well, let's take it to the next uh, the next step because we all agree Pam is the worst. Yes. Who's the? Give me your three best characters. Michael Scott, not included. So uh, the the go to answer for everybody, and again, this is how you can tell an Office fan is if Creed Bratton is not in your top three, yes. you didn't watch the show. Yeah, there's two characters for me that I think are have to be in the top three personally. There's Creed and Creed, Kevin. Creed and Kevin. Creed Kevin and Malone. Kevin. It's not Ashton Kutcher. It's Kevin Kevin Malone. Malone. Yes, without those two. And granted, Jim, Dwight, Michael, they're all great. But to me, I'm digging Creed, Kevin, and Stanley. Stanley's great. Especially Stanley on vacation. Florida Stanley. Florida Stanley. Florida Stanley is great. That's a a wild man right there. And, And... and don't get me wrong, there's few people... Now, if you said Meredith, you're wrong. Yeah, there's a couple people I just don't like. I just don't care for them. Meredith Aaron, being one of them. If you Aaron, said Aaron, Aaron's got her moments, but she's not worthy of being up there. Uh, Kelly Kelly and Ryan. Her. Kelly and Ryan are both wrong. See, actually, Ryan is actually my third. Ryan has the best character development. And deconstruction. Yes, <laughs> and then reconstruction. So, R- Ryan has some of the best... Ryan's best moments aren't necessarily things that are said. It's, if you take the context of the situation, what's said around him, and just his facial expression. And his reactions. And his reactions. That's what makes Ryan's character so good. Or what, that's why Ryan's number three for me, right there with Stanley. He's got a great, the, I hate, he says, I hate when people who have obviously never done crack <laughs> say it's like crack. <laughs> it's and, Pam. and Pam's like, then, then it's like what, Ryan? What's it like? And Ryan's like, I don't know, something from your world, like scrapbooking. <laughs> He's, or, he's uh, fantastic. or his quote where he goes, uh, where he goes to the troops on both sides. It's <laughs> like, what? Or uh, you know, another great character I think too. Um, uh, by the way, I also have to throw this out there because he became real prevalent, um, um, prevalent in the later seasons. I think Andy's overrated. I thought Andy was really good early on, and then once they tried to give him a bigger role, I didn't like it. They're trying. It was like a it was like a poor man's version of Michael Scott. I don't think it was. Yeah, I, I don't have an issue with him becoming regional manager, but there are definitely parts like the boat trip. Like I wish Andy would have brought Aaron on the boat trip. Like Just I don't like Aaron, but I think the two of them. I think that would have been the perfect send off. They go down, and that storyline's kind of over. And then him coming back and being a jerk. Yeah, I, I think I, – I didn't like Andy really once he became manager. I thought that's when they just took the character too far. I, thought, I liked him more as just the crazy, goofy side character mm-hmm. guy. Uh, they, tried the anger him, they tried to make him a main character, and I don't think that character was and, worthy and, of that. And he's another one that runs into the issue with the love life, and he's got the great girlfriend that he leaves for Aaron. Who is – I mean, objectively speaking, Aaron's weird. Yep. She's just goofy. And that's not a bad thing. And she also blew it, too. She's another one that blew it. with And and the guys in the show continue. Same with Dwight does the same. Jim does the same. And the person she blew it with is one of my favorite characters. Um, Gabe. Gabe. No. Gabe Lewis, dude. (laughs) There is not. Listen to me. There is not a more awkward, weird character in the office than Gabe Lewis. Yes. And I love it. Uh, he, <laughs> it is it is fantastic. Yeah, he, don't, I, Creed goes Birdman's back, whatever the bird the bird guy is back. Don't get me wrong, I don't dislike Gabe. Like if you said like I don't think you're weird, um, he does have good moments, especially like in Tallahassee where he tells Dwight he's the toilet of the <laughs> of the uh, of the company. He does have good moments. 
Uh, he, he, shut up about the sun is another great. Shut up about the sun. <laughs> he's he's fantastic. It, yeah, there's definitely a a wide ver- and every character has their high points and their low points. Yeah. Uh, except Meredith, I, I would say Meredith would be up there for least. I, I could live without Meredith in the whole show, but yeah. she's fine as the background character. And she's got good moments where her hair catches on fire, and Michael has the the, the rabies, intervention, the rabies, the, and the, yeah, and the yeah the. Every and Phyllis is Phyllis is like one of those characters who has no real purpose, but it's funny. She's just, it's just better because she's there. Yeah, you don't know why. But it, it, there are a lot of good characters, and I, I want to rank worst relationships or most annoying, and I'm I I'm gonna start with Phyllis and Bob Vance. Bob Vance is another terrible character. Oh, <laughs> last point, David Wallace, another great character. Can't David go wrong. Wallace was great. Anytime, any episode he's in is better. Well, so was and so was Jan. I thought Jan was great too, because Jan was that person that is awful for Michael. I like early Jan. I like early Jan, and that I was like disgusted with the fact that she was in love with Michael. And then I like later Jan. Kind, I, I don't even like late when when she has when asked her. No, no. When I think of Jan, I'm talking like seasons okay. one through four, basically one through five. Before her and Michael start dating, right? Even but, the, even the early parts of her dating, like when and, they were and dinner secret. party was funny. Dinner Party is actually widely considered the best episode by a lot of people. And I, I totally get and it. And I get it. And that's <laughs> very different because I don't think there's – there's only one scene that's actually in the like in the actual workplace. The rest of it is at Mike and Jan's yep. place. It's because they – I think Michael tricks – He uh, tricks Jim because he's always asking Jim what are yeah, you doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he, he tricked him somehow. Um, but no, I think it's great. And by the way, we were talking about favorite uh, relationships. I actually like um, Ryan and Kelly more than Jim and Pam. They're because so it's wrong. in the end. It's, in the end, where where <laughs> when Kelly's ra- like Kelly's <laughs> like you gave your baby a rash or a, a, an allergy reaction, whatever, to talk to me. He's like, I would do anything for you, type deal. Like, there. Ryan Ryan is the horny guy. That gets with the girl that he regrets later, but continues to do it over and, over and over again. I up with on February 13th. Yeah. Like, the relationship starts poorly. It's, it's fantastic. To me, to me, another worse relationship is Michael with his actual wife in real life. Yes, the, the, it was the realtor. In the, yep. in the, Not a fan of that relationship. Just an obvious, just obvious. It's like shoehorned in there. Yeah. And then you just look at the last with Aaron and Pete. That's weird. I could live those two characters, Pete and uh, the other guy, Pl- uh, uh, Plop and Fart. Plop and yeah, Dwight Junior. Dwight Junior. He's a funny actor. He's in a lot of stuff, but I, I didn't like. I, I thought those characters. And, were and I think what they tried to do was maybe if they were gonna do something later without the main characters, try to you know, it was basically the receptionist and the young guy with hopes and dreams pete yeah trying to do a jim and pam correlation yes yeah and obviously trying to do a jim and dwight with those two characters yes coming in you know seeing the younger versions um another character that i think is super underrated now i think the show started to take a real nosedive when he came in but i don't think it's his fault was james spader's character um robert california i loved robert california I didn't love the, the, the writing of the shows, yeah. but I loved Robert California. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Joe 
I'm not a fan of Joe. Robert California Ooh, has his Joe. good moments, but uh, overall... That one episode where they go to Robert California's uh, house, house when he's about to sell it. Yep. That episode's great. Yep. And so is the episode with Mrs. It's actually titled Mrs. California. California. That's a great one. Because yep. you just see that Robert California, you can't figure out, right from the interview, you can't figure out if this dude's a genius or, or a if he's a psychopath. And we all know somebody... Like that, that you can't quite figure out if they're a genius or you should never talk or to them. Or if they're just spewing nonsense. Yeah. And it's so crazy, you can't even compute what they're saying. Yeah. And, and I, I liked what they did with those interviews. They bring in some big name actors. Ray Romano. The, the Finger Lakes, uh, Jim Carrey and Jim the Finger Carrey, Lakes. People yeah. go missing at the Finger Lakes. Yeah. The Ray Romano who tanks the Warren interview. Buffett. Tanks the interview because. Uh, tanks the interview because. because Robert California. He, yes. right, he, he sees Robert California yep, in the, the lobby. lobby and California tells him these people are miserable it's the worst job ever <laughs> and he's out there eating his lunch and Toby's like did we do something oh Toby him? man Toby yeah Toby Toby's is, one of the best is the best character to hate and if you like Toby you're wrong you have to hate Toby like I like Toby because I hate him yeah. and him and Michael's reaction are great and no one ever gives a reason as to why Mike that's the best part well, the reason, real the, the, the reason is he's the HR guy that is but, but it's never really mentioned that, that I mean that's the implication that you can put it together. But Michael never says why he hates Toby. He just hates Toby. Toby's, with a passion. Toby's from corporate, so he's not technically part of our family. He's also <laughs> divorced. So he's not part of his family either. Yeah. So we're running out of time here. I want to hear some of your favorite let's talk favorite lines. So let's let's do cold openings. Those are easy to do. Okay, the best one in my opinion is the fire one. Okay. When Dwight it's so I, I agree that that's probably the best opening. I wouldn't call that a cold opening because that directly correlates. Okay, so you, you're talking – okay, so, right? So I got it then. Kevin and the Chili. Kevin and the Chili is the classic. That's, that's my favorite. I'm going to one-up you on this one, and I think it's the start of season nine where – and I, maybe not technically a cold opening, but when Kevin talks about his crazy summer about running over the turtle – <laughs> and he runs over the turtle. He brings it inside. He rebuilds it. The pieces didn't fit, so he finds other things. That, and then he crushes it again. That's a good And one. he rebuilds it even better. And then it turns out the turtle was already dead. Probably the first time I ran. Like that – Kevin's <laughs> innocent face is great. Kevin, Kevin's just amazing. Um, Asian Jim is a classic. Asian Jim's another good one. They really had some good cold openings later on. Um, another good one too – was when they're in Tallahassee and Jim fakes, the fakes death. his death. He fakes the crime scene. It was scene Dwight. And, his, yep. and, his, and Dwight just kind of goes crazy thinking that yep. Jim got into it with the mob or something. Yep. That was another good one too. But um, also, I still think this is my favorite just random scene. You know, it's actually okay. an ending scene. Is Dwight and the chandelier, the stolen chandelier. Yes. That is, yep. that is maybe my favorite monologue yep. in the whole... Yep. What Serious. is my perfect crime? Yeah. Yeah. Dwight's perfect crime. I don't crime. go for the safe. I go for the chandelier. It's priceless. I tell her I'll see her in Canada. I, I go to Mexico. No. <laughs> or is I, it vice versa? Vice versa. Vice I like versa. the cold. I like the cold. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, She's been waiting for me all these years. She hasn't taken a lover. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the other big moment, the one, probably my favorite, when Dwight finally becomes manager if we're talking endings, is uh, his bachelor party where Jim shows how good of a friend Jim really is. 
Yeah. Hooks him up. Yeah. And he thinks, you know, he treats Dwight and all his hopes and dreams. And he even uh, brings him to the bar and Dwight thinks he's trying to ruin the bachelor party. Yeah. To meet up with Kevin. Yeah. And then him and Kevin are talking and Kevin's like, so it wasn't personal? And Dwight's like, no, you were a really bad employee. <laughs> and Kevin's like, oh, that's all it was? And then they have, have the big hug. Yeah. No, that, that was really good. And, and Oscar, too. We didn't even mention Oscar. I liked Oscar. He was a good side character to have. Yeah. I have no complaints about Oscar. The outing Oscar. And, and the thing with The Office, and this is kind of what I want to close on, is it's really funny that everybody seems to love The Office. Even people who really, like... I don't want to politicize this, but a lot of the jokes haven't aged well in the modern PC era. Yeah, they, they push the limits of comedy, a lot of them. You start with episode two, Diversity Day. That is hilarious. And everybody hates season one, but there are some great episodes. Basketball. Rewatching it. Yeah. And you look at episode one, or episode two, Diversity Day, where the guy comes in and he goes, I'm Mr. Brown. And he's like, good one. I won't call you that. And he's like, yes, you will. It's my name. Uh, and then Michael does the the name tags. You, you might not be a great driver. <laughs> oh, man, am I a woman? <laughs> yeah, like those jokes would not be... It would not be taken well. well. And, and then you're talking, yeah. and obviously me and you don't... We're not that way, so no. we think they're funny regardless. If they came out today, we'd still find them funny. But then, but talk, I can understand people being offended by it. And then and, you talk the not. sexual harassment episode. Like There are some things that probably can't be said in today's TV on NBC... And that's the point where people talk about the reunion. It's it can't happen. Michael Scott would not be tolerated. As but that's a boss. the that's the amazing part about the office is people of all walks of life, different yep. backgrounds. They everybody all love the show. Just about everybody likes it. My dad doesn't. I don't know why. Really? He can't get into it. My mom. It's funny though. I show them clips and they always die laughing. I'm like, so you don't like the show? You think it's hilarious, but you won't watch? Yeah. See, I have some friends that like tried to watch from season one, and I had to tell them like, listen, when I first yep. watched it, my dad had, first episode I watched was Fun Run. Mm-hmm. That's what my dad got me into it with Fun Run. You can't – I get it. Watching the first season is a little dry yep. compared to the rest of it. But so they, I told him you don't need to necessarily watch in order. That's the beauty of The Office too. There's a good story. I line, get your point. But you can you can still enjoy it and get the gist of the – But the, the character development, that's what I like to see is the character yes, development. Yes, but, but if you're trying to jump into the show and you really need a reason to, to like the characters, you can start with season the other, two or three the other thing and go is, back to one. Season one's only eight episodes. It goes quick. You can watch, that's what, three hours you're giving up your life. It's, it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. And that's, that's all the time we have. And we'll definitely have to do another episode because we did not even get into some of the best, no. best parts. Uh, like Michael's best party. Yeah. A lot of great parties that go on. Yeah. Halloween party. Damn it, Creed. I've been up since four. That's great right. line. That's right. Uh, but that, we're going to call it today. Lunch break is over. Thanks for joining us today. Remember to follow us at Chop Shop Sports on Instagram. Check out our website, chopshopsportsnetwork.com. Thanks for joining us again today. You guys have a good one.